You know, I, I told Shannon early on in, in this year, I said, man, you know what? I just love to debate. Like, that's who I am. I love to debate. If we have a topic, and if it's top, I want to win. Like, I'm going for the kill. Like, you're going to know that game. And I do that with my wife so many times. And I see how discouraging it is to her. Because I, I try to win a debate with all costs. And again, now, don't look just at me. You're prideful, too. Yeah. Right? And it's just me. Right? Everybody's like, you know, it's so funny, but this is our, our culture. Our culture and society has made us this way. Right? The world doesn't teach humility. The world doesn't teach you to be, you know, graceful. It teaches you to be prideful. Or proud. Right? You know, one of the things that, you know, when I was growing up, and it, and it sounds crazy, but, you know, the biggest thing growing up in my time was not to be dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard that term before, so I might have lost some of you guys this morning. But, again, one of the biggest things is you go to school, you better not look dusty. <laughs> All right, dusty means that you would not look, look good. Your shoes were probably, again, uh-oh. Not name yeah. <laughs> Again, your pants probably was faded because you kept wearing them every single day. You were dusty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dusty. And again, I, 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 I used to live my life not trying to be dusty. <laughs> Go ahead and turn to your Bibles to Genesis 2 7. Genesis 2 7, it says, did the Lord God form man from the dust of the ground? And he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And the man became a living being. Amen? Amen. I want you to do this for me real quick. Look to your neighbor and say, friend, friend. I love you. I love you, friend. But I want you to know you dusty. <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. But you dusty. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. I don't want to start in fight. You know, I, I take I take offense to this, to be honest with you. Come on, Brian. You know, God is the architect of all of the earth. Amen. In fact, he said he even architect heaven. Mm-hmm. And in heaven, he made the rose, what? Of gold. And decided to make us dirt. <laughs> I got an issue with this. Oh. I got an issue when he decided to make us dirt. Wow. He decided to make us out of what? Dust. Yeah. You know, the thing is that we look at ourselves and we put so much pride in our dirt. We look at ourselves and we just say, hey, you know what? My dirt is amazing. It's amazing what we'll do for some dirt. <laughs> you know what? I see a lot of people put on makeup on their dirt. It's crazy. You know what? I've seen some facelifts on dirt. I've seen some, seen some Instagram selfies on some dirt. And again, we love our dirt. No, we love our dirt. But we are dirt. But one of the things that we have to humble ourselves with is the fact that God is not afraid to use dirt mm, wow. and bring out purpose. Mm-hmm. God is not afraid 
a holy God. He is a holy God. A holy God is not afraid to use what we see as dirt. Wow. And yet he breathes life into that dirt and makes it a human being. That's right. And that's only his grace. That's right, man. Right. You had nothing to do with that. That's right. You had no no part in what God has done and what he's put in you. You know, this is dirt. Anytime y'all see this bag, you gotta know something's coming out. Right. <laughs> this is dirt. And guess what? We did not break the budget getting this dirt. <laughs> it did not cost a lot of money. Actually, I went into my garage and found this. So, right? I went to my garage. Me and my wife, we tried to do some planning. That, that didn't go well. <laughs> you don't have a green thumb, by the way. But again, this is. Just dirt. Come on. Right? Yes. And again, so many times we put a lot of our our our, our you know our feelings in, in dirt. When I was in high school, listen, don't talk about me. Oh. Right? I still got scars from people talking about me. <laughs> Anybody got scars this morning? Yeah. And again, we used to worry so much about what people had to say about us. And we worried so much about how what, what people would say. Right? We, we, we put so much emphasis on what people thought about us, right? And our dirt. But we all are dirt bags. Mm. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We all are dirt bags. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I you know amazes me about God is this. You see this? These are gifts. There's a lot of gifts. There's a lot of gifts in here, right? Did y'all know this? Did y'all know it was gifts in here? No. Why y'all didn't know it? Because I put it in here, right? Yeah. And that's the same way that God is creating you. Mm -hmm. The only one that knows what's inside of you mm -hmm. is God. Come on. Come on, Brian. The only one that knows what's inside of you is God. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we're too busy trying to find what's inside of us on Facebook. We're too busy trying to find what's inside of us on Instagram and trying to compare ourselves to others. And the only way that we're going to truly know what's inside of us is communicating with the one who put it inside of us. Amen? Come on, Brian. Again, you was built and made and crafted with purpose. Amen. You, were, you were made with grace. Say, I was made with grace. I was made with grace. Who was made with grace? Romans 12 3. It says, For by grace, give it to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourselves in sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. You know, when we think about just how we think, I call it stinky thinking. Because <laughs> again, we just have some, some, some thoughts that we just look at others and we try to compare ourselves. Right? Again, I go to the gym and I'm like, you know what? That, that person is real bum. Yeah. Right? And I'm looking at this person and then I look at another person and I say, you know what? But I'm not as bad as this guy. <laughs> right? So we, 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 we compare ourselves all the time. We're full of pride. Come on, we compare Brian. ourselves to others all the time. And, and, and God said, you know what? You need to have sober judgment. Yeah. 
Don't think of yourself also oh, high. Because again, without me, without my being, without my grace, you just dirt. We just dirt. But again, because of God's greatness and because of who God is, He has made us more than enough. Amen. Amen. You know, it's funny, I was um talking to my son yesterday morning. And it is amazing how we can just now understand grace. Come on. And it's funny because my son Landon, he's getting older, and it's just it's just it's fun to watch him grow. And now uh, for Christmas, me and my wife, we bought him a, a debit card. So we got him a debit card, and it allows him to be able to save money and also be able to, you know, spend money as well. So again, I, I've been allowing Landon to do some things around the house to earn money. And one of the things I allow him to do is, because I've been trying to go to the gym more, and I've been allowing Landon to wake up the three boys at 6 a.m. So I'm at the gym, and I'm saying, Landon, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay all the clothes. Your responsibility is, because I don't want you to wake your mom up, your responsibility is to get them all dressed. Make sure all of them get dressed. And make sure they brush their teeth. And then y'all, again, now mom should still see them out, but by that time, you know, it's later on. But she'll still see them out, and they'll walk up to the school bus. So that's his task, and then he'll earn some money at the end of the week. And then I paid him $35. He said, oh, <laughs> you just paid $35 today. That's how bad I was at the gym. And he just paid $35. Not a day. For the week. $7 a day. For the week. Right? You know, last week he got that $35. He was so excited. He got that $35. And I mean, he's spending like this. <laughs> And I mean, I'm like, he's picking off some crazy stuff. I'm like, what? He said, I'm like, buy me a blender. <laughs> <laughs> he bought him a blender off of Amazon, y'all. He bought him a blender. <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it's amazing just to see that, just to see him buy him a blender. Again, by, by, by day three of him getting paid, he was already broke. <laughs> All right, so this week, again, he was like, it's time to get paid, right, because he's broke. And so, again, we pay him. But this time, we're like, hey, Landon, I think here's some principles that you need to take into account. You need to give to God first. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right? So I said, hey, one person can use 10%. Give to God first. So I said, man, listen, that's only, we'll round it up. Four dollars. We rounded it up. There you go. She told him he's done. She rounded it up to four dollars. He was great. <laughs> you should have seen this boy face. This boy was straight. He was like, for what? I was thinking. Now you would have all the money away from him. You gotta understand this. He's got to understand this. He's struggling to give $4 over the fact that I gave him $35. Wow. And one of the things that I want you to understand is this. I gave him $35. He's struggling to give 4 mm -hmm. But I couldn't just told him to do it. And I didn't have to give him any money. Right. I could have said, Landon, this is what I want you to do. And you better do it. See, he's also saying, man, well, I'm going, we don't give any money. <laughs> 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 I'm 
and eats with them. You know, so at this point, you know, Jesus starts to tell three parables. And of course, we're not going to read all of the three parables today. But he, he talks about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and then the prodigal son. That's right. And again, we all agree with the prodigal son, right? That's right, right. And again, we, we all listen to that, that version of the, of the prodigal son. And I remember I, I was in a, um, a play when I was little, and I was actually the dad. Right, again, I was able to go up there and I was the dad, and I, and I, I did a great job. They kept inviting me back. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny how, again, I always thought the story was about the son being lost. Right. I always thought that story was about the son being lost, but it was truly about God's grace. Mm-hmm. It's truly about God's grace. And again, we don't have time to read it all today, but in Luke 18 19, we're gonna we're gonna start there, but I want you guys just to, to imagine this. The son goes out to his dad. And he says, Dad, I don't want to live here anymore. I'm big enough. I'm strong enough to do it by myself. Come on. Y'all feel that way? You know what? I'm I'm independent. I need my I, I need to go. Right? And again, we he ventured off. He goes out and, and he goes to Las Vegas. <laughs> but he goes out and he, he lives it up and he spends all his money. Before long, he's in a pit stop. And he's eating. He's like, man, I just wish I could have some of the food to peace him. Right? He, he's just looking at his, his life circumstances and what has happened because of the fact that he has what? Left the father. That's right. He sees what has happened to his life because he loved the Father. And Luke 18, verse 19 says, he he comes up with this speech. Y'all ever had a speech? I've had plenty of speeches. God, if you just do this, I promise you, I'm going to change. God, if you just do this, I will never do that again. Right, so he came up with his speech. He says, I will set out and go back to my Father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. No longer worthy. See, the key thing about understanding grace is that you were never worthy. Come on, Brian. You were never worthy for what God has given to you. You have never earned the right and the worthiness of what God has done for you. That's right. Again, it's not the fact that, again, you just now have ruined your life. Right. And you see your great need for what? For God. He goes back and says, hey, I'm just, I don't even want to come back as your son. Right. I want to come back as what? A servant. And I love in Luke 15, 22, it says, but the father said to his servant. And I want you guys to understand this. He says, but the father said to his servant, quick. So here, here's the picture. He goes back to his father and he tries to tell him his speech. And the father actually comes to him. Right? He meets him halfway. He comes to him 
And then he's trying to get this speech that he had been practicing. He probably was walking the whole time just practicing his line. Yeah. Just practicing what I'm going to say to my father, right? And again, as soon as he gets to his father, his father won't even let him get it out. Come on. His father would not even allow him to get the words that he's been practicing out. And he says in verse 22, he says, but the father said to his servants, quick. And I want you guys to really understand this. That God is so much different than we are. Because me, I want to hear that speech. <laughs> I, I, I need to hear that speech and I need to see you do this speech. <laughs> my kids mess up, no! You're going to sit down. Time out. You're going to, I'm not like this father. Because again, I want to hear his speech. What about, what about you? Yes. When people mess up, yes. do you give grace? When, when people hurt you, are you full of grace? Or do you want to hear his speech first? Right? I do that with my wife all the time. Now, you ain't saying the right words. <laughs> I'm waiting. You're sorry. <laughs> I want to hear his speech. I want to hear his speech. Come on, Brian. I want to hear his speech. Let's keep reading. Open it up and come up. All right, here we go. All right, so now he comes and he hears this speech, right? That again is no speech. He's prepared for every speech. And guess what happens? The older brother comes and he hears music. What? He hears the brother. On the dance floor. This don't make sense. <laughs> the brother is on the dance floor. Listen to Drake. That's what you listen to, Drake. They got Drake playing. They got all the favorite hits playing. On the dance floor. Right? A dance party. The best cow. So again, we got we got a steak. That is just amazing. Come on. Amazing steak has been prepared. So again, they're having a party, and, and, and what is the son's reaction? He said, the older brother became what? Angry. Angry. That's interesting. Angry. And refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you. And never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a goat so I can celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, he didn't even say my brother, but when this son of yours, who has squandered your properties with prostitutes come home, you kill the fatty cow for him. That's right. That's right. And here's the problem. Come on. A lot of us really do believe that we're okay. Come on. Come on. A lot of us really believe that we're good. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm not like that other guy. 
Like, I, I mean, I, you know, I know they need Jesus. But it, it, what's really making him angry is what? Self-righteousness. Being self-righteous. Thinking about all the things that he has done. It's, it's a problem now when your obedience is the very same thing that is taking you away from the Father. Preach it. Preach it, brother. Preach it. Your obedience can be the thing that will take you away. And what God is trying to help us with. Come on, Brian. And what God is trying to help me with is this. He says, humble yourself. That's right. Amen. That's right. Who are you this morning? Right. Right. Who are you? And it has nothing to do with what people see. Your relationship with God has nothing to do with what I see. It's all about what God sees. God is so important. I mean, so, so um, concerned about our hearts. He can care less about what we show the world. And so many times in our lives, we want people to see our gifts. But we don't want people to see our dirt. We want people to see our gifts so bad, I want you to see my gifts. You can't see mine. Come on. We're all the dirt. We're all the dirt. And again, one of the things that it's, it's so amazing how we can see so many people sing. And it took me a long time to see this brother sing. But if you really look at just what is his sin, this brother struggled with grief. This brother is grief. That's right. And that's the same thing that goes with being sexual moral. If you look in, in yeah. the scriptures, come on. It's the same sin. Yeah. Again, he's struggling with grief. He's looking, he said, listen, what about me? Right. What about me? And then the father responds. He says, my son, the father said, you have always been with me. And everything I have is yours. But we've had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he's found. You know, if you really had a heart of grace, and when I think about myself, if I really have a heart of grace, not only am I excited that my brother is coming back home, but I'm running out with my father. It says, taking on the same attitude of who? Of Christ. Do you have the attitude of Christ? Do you forgive when people don't deserve it? Do you give again grace when this person doesn't deserve it? And, and guess what, guys? It's hard to give people grace when you don't give yourself grace. It's hard to give grace when you see that I had to earn my salvation. Yeah, there you go. We're too busy trying to earn our salvation. That we had to say, listen, what's the catch? 
Y'all, I know that you said that, this, 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 that grace is free, that I'm saved by grace, but in this society, it tells me that nothing in life is free. Right. So what's the catch? Well, come on, Brian. And God says, you know what? There is no catch. You are saved by grace through what? Through faith. Now, what you have to do is you got to believe that my grace is enough. You have to believe that my grace is what has saved you and not your good works. You have to believe that it's my grace that is inside of you, that I know you through and through, that I have called you and I have designed you with purpose and design. That, here's the thing. A lot of times I focus on what I don't have. Right. That's what this brother was focusing on. Right. I, focus on I focus on, again, the fact that I want to look this way. Right. That's right. Yeah. Come on, but God man. says, my grace is sufficient. Do you believe this morning that God's grace is enough? That's right. <laughs> Do you believe? Because there is no catch. Turn to James 4 6. Come on, me. It says, but he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. You know, every day as we try to walk with God, you know, one of the things that we, we've been desiring here, we've been desiring to walk with God. That's right. We've been desiring to be where? In his feet. That's right. We've been saying, hey, listen, if we don't walk away with anything else, in 2023, we're going to make God more than enough. We're going to make God more than enough. See, the problem is that the brother, he saw all these things, and all he was concerned about is what he didn't have and what someone else got. Are you looking at what others have and what you don't have and dictating that for your walk? Are you allowing what, what you see around you to determine what you're going to do for God and what you're going to give for God. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wait till God blesses me in this area to give. I'm going to wait until this, right? And so many times we're just waiting. God is like, I can give you more. Mm -hmm. That's right. Amen. He gives us more grace. And, and the reason why we humble ourselves is we view it and we see it. If you see every good blessing that you have, it's because of God's grace. That's right. Amen. It wasn't you. That's right. You can't earn your salvation. No, I can't. You can't earn it. There's nothing that you can do that'll ever be enough. God freely gives us grace. Amen. Amen. Mark 2, as we close out. Oh, hearing this. Mark 2, 17, it says, on hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who needs a doctor, but the sick. I have not come, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. 
Anybody a sinner in here? Yes, sir. And that's who God is calling. That is God. That is God called. He sent Jesus because of our sins. And again, guys, we we have to be more concerned with resting in the fact that we are sick. We are sick. It is me who needs Jesus. That's right. That's right. So many times I'm linking that, oh, that person needs Jesus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It is me. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. I need Jesus. Right. Right. And this morning I'm just going to ask you, are you sick? Yeah. Yes, sir. Because until we kind of understand and see ourselves before God yeah. and understand that we have a great need for him, it's hard for us to wake up in the morning and be first on our knees. The first to be on our knees and say, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. Instead of me trying to go up and try to do things on my own, no, God, I need you. That's right. I'm at your feet this morning. That's right. Because again, I need you. Will we see our great need for Christ? Yeah. And to God be glory. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for loving us the way that you do. That, Father, that you have given us more than enough. I pray that this morning that we could just rest in your grace. That, Father, that again, we understand that nothing that we do will ever earn uh, what you have given us, Father. But out of view of your great mercy, that we offer ourselves up as a, a living sacrifice to you. Help us to see, Father, how much we need you. Father, help us to see, Father, how much you have given to us, Father. And Father, it says that you give us more grace. I pray, Father, that we're able to humble ourselves before you. And we don't look at ourselves as less. We just think about others more. And I pray, Father, that again we are able to receive your communion this morning. And remember, Father, that your body was broken so that we can have life and life to the full. That's right. Father, thank you again so much for not treating us like our sins deserve. That's right. But loving us through grace. Right. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for your people. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.